Undisclosed Bunker Studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. And I say welcome to the show. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, Kate on the talk of Las Vegas. Hour number two, Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to be with you. We're still taking calls and having conversation from our first hour which is fundamentally important, needs to be discussed. We'll have time to discuss the DNC here in the next segment. But I want to make sure the calls on hold get their chance to weigh in and and, and have their voice heard, to sound off over Goodyear and the stupidity of basically stating that there are certain things that are acceptable for their employees and there are certain things that are not acceptable. So with that said, I'm going to go back to calls that have been on hold for quite some time. And let's get right over to Mike. You're next. Welcome to the program. Uh, hello, Reverend Steve. How are you doing? I'm very good, Mike. Good year. Do you got good years on your truck? No. As a matter of fact, uh, they don't run them up north anymore on the Dalton. We run uh, Coopers. They, they outperform Goodyear, and the Discovery Series is awesome. I, uh, driving down from Alaska, I got up to 95 miles an hour by accident with the load in my F-250, and I, I didn't even realize that those tires are so smooth. Coopers are great tires. Coopers are great tires. I had them on one of my cars a number of years ago, and they were phenomenal tires. Yes, and uh, Alaska Pipeline, that's all they run, and the security, Denali Security, because the sidewall is reinforced, Mm. and they're practically impervious to gravel, sharp gravel, which they crush and spread on the highways up there. But you know what, Steve? Goodyear is a, a major... Super Bowl sponsor, and they are basically, they feel guilty for their past. Google Goodyear and slavery. They have a hundred-year history of slavery down in uh, um, the Congo all over, and uh, they were a terrible family. Dunlop, too. Uh, but it's ironic that Goodyear uh, does not back up our police force. I think they're going to take a major hit, but you know what? They're prepared for it. They all yeah, have they, they would up. have to be. They've got they would have many to be prepared. Good Anybody, Steve, and I think they know what they're doing. This is all, yeah. you know, being done on purpose. Yeah, isn't that disappointing and sad, Mike, that, you know, you made the statement, and I agree, they're prepared for it. You know, at break, producer Nate and I were discussing, you know, Facebook, Amazon, the extreme wealth that these titans have that now could care less if they offend one of their users, Facebook specifically, uh, because if, in fact, let's just say Facebook crashed and burned tomorrow and no longer was a company, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, worth $96 billion today, he would still walk away with about $30 billion in his pocket if Facebook was not even in existence anymore. So he Incredible. doesn't give two craps about his users. I know. You, well, you know what? You're right about Parlay. They're just as bad. I, I got fed up with Facebook, Steve. You know, I, I, I went nuts on Facebook, shooting everybody video and photographs and stuff. Uh, I never was on Facebook until 
I started listening to your show and following you. In fact, I learned how to use Facebook by following your show. But uh, Parlay is, they censored too. They got, they've already censored me because I said congratulations to Lauren Loomer and to the state of Alaska. The state of Alaska virtually kicked out every liberal politician incumbent. And I don't mean by small margins. Some of them, like uh, Kathy Gazelle Rhino, she lost 72 to 21 percent so far. And they've had it. We've had it, Steve. We've had it. We've had it with the environmental movement. They switched over to this new movement of, 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 uh, you know, police and and torturing, uh, killing the five-year-old kids. I I just, uh, I think we're already in a civil war. The country's already taken over, Steve. You know how I feel. I don't trust anybody anymore, hardly at all. And I'm just so grateful our president's in there, that tough son of a gun. And, uh, you too, Steve. Thanks for all the work you do. No, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the kind words. And, you know, Mike, I, I tend to agree with you. I think we're in a civil war. It may be an intellectual one at this point, but it's it's not even so much even an intellectual one because let's look at, you know, Portland. Let's look at Seattle. Let's look at Minneapolis. Let's look at Atlanta. Let's look at Chicago. So, yeah, we're we're definitely in that. Um, and it's disappointing that companies today, as you said, are prepared for the, for the pushback and for the financial hit because they don't care. And, and that becomes very disturbing and, and really should tell you where we're at in society today, friends. And Mike, again, I appreciate the call. All right. Let's get right back to business. Ronald, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, Mr. Sanchez. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Um, thank you. I was thought though, just, just decide this isn't the question, but I always thought that Steve Sanchez versus Shapiro in the morning, you guys have each other on each other's show. I would like to see that face off. It'd just be kind of a cool thing to hear on the air. Just a suggestion. Oh, anyway, no, uh, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, uh, Brian and uh, JD do a good job in the mornings uh, yeah. there with their show. Uh, Brian and I had a debate a couple times, uh, probably about a year ago. And uh, so, you know, I'm always open. Uh, to those suggestions, but uh, you know they do a good job there in the mornings, and uh, and uh, I'm no, always I'm not, open to uh, debate I anybody. I thinking it'd be interesting for the evening listeners and the daytime listeners. Yeah, to get yeah, I can see that. Show. Sure. But anyway, I I, just a thought uh, on the good uh, the Goodyear thing. Um, well, you know, every company has a right to manage their company the way they want to. You, uh, you know, you, yeah, you, you. I'm sure you would agree. That's with true. That. That's true. Um, You're right. Yep. And, and um. But my thing is, if I was a Goodyear employee, and I'm seeing Black Lives Matters, not initially when Black Lives Matters first came out, I was kind of behind it because I thought, hey, you know, uh, if police are really being that brutal, you know, yeah. change yeah. needs to happen. But I think a lot of I people were. Out, I think I think a lot of people were in the beginning. They were okay uh, with it. And then I found out that the actual uh, number of folks that die at the hands of police is is very, very small and statistically um, indifferent uh, to race. In other words, you're equally as uh, likely to die at the hands of police if you're Chinese, black, or white as you are any other race. I mean, mm-hmm. there's little small gaps. But here's the thing that I was hoping maybe you could, uh, or maybe one of your listeners that's maybe a lawyer, if I worked at Goodyear Company and I'm seeing all these Black Lives Matters uh, things, it's now changed to like a militant, almost, we're going to get you, this is violent, mm-hmm. you know, with the, yeah. uh, you know, the burnings of the cities. But I'm not just talking about that. It's the, 
idea, if you heard the leader at the Democratic uh, National Convention, that, in essence, I got the vibe that they're coming for you. You've been privileged too long. Yeah, you're, you're right. A lot end. of people got that vibe, too. A lot of people and, agree with you. And, and, and isn't that in some way like an unfair workplace? Couldn't I sue because yeah. I feel threatened at work? And I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that African Americans had a bad lot in this country because they right. did. There's a of lot of course. things that went wrong, of you course. know, with slavery. And I'm, you know, I'm totally with them on that. Yeah, but of course, absolutely. The, the idea of that um, there, there's inequities in today's society, and the only way that we're going to fix this inequity is to hold everybody else down to one set standard, either that or your freedom of speech and belief, no matter what it be, it, it is gone. Like, for example, Nazis, they're terrible people. They don't get much support, but they like to talk aloud as much as a BLM or, a, you know, a don't tread on me, uh, Trump, uh, ironclad Trump. Yeah. No, Bronald, I, I can't disagree with any of the things that, that you've said uh, tonight. I think you bring up some valid points, and I appreciate the call. And in the legality part of it, yeah, it's a great question for an attorney that's listening. Um, I, I agree with you. And I think, you know, you're right about the, the vibe that's been put out, like, we're coming for you. And, and, and we're seeing that. I mean, we're seeing it. Now, look, there's going to be argument from the other side that we're not, and, and that's not the case. But no, I, common sense prevails on this one, Ronald. And a great call, and I appreciate you making it, is that um, this movement of Black Lives Matter is a Marxist movement. It's an agenda that is absolutely not what the movement at least was supposed to be on the early days of it. It quickly turned into something completely different. And uh, and I don't like it, and I don't, don't think a lot of people like it. But uh, appreciate the compliment. And uh, as I said, uh, you know, uh, the guys up in the morning do a good job on, on their slot, and uh, I've debated already. So as others have said before, I guess I'll say, in terms of a debate in the future, that ship has sailed. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Uh, lots of calls on hold. I'm trying to go to who's been on hold the longest. So let's get over to Lori. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. So I was out and about today, very hot, went to go get a drink, stopped over at McDonald's, go through their drive through the one over uh, off of Sahara and Paradise, which is just below uh, Las Vegas Boulevard, east of it. It looks like the old-fashioned McDonald's kind of mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know okay. what you're talking about, yeah. So I pull in, and I, I said, well, where's my change? We don't give change anymore. I told I said, you. I said, what do you mean you don't give change anymore? And she said, we just haven't had change for a couple of weeks. I said, well, what are you doing? And she said, well, that's just the way it is. There's not much we can do. And I said, well, what if, I, what if it was 95 cents? Do you think you get to keep a dollar <laughs> right? of my money? I, I know. A drink? I and, know. And she said, that's just the way it is. I don't know what to tell you. So I pulled out, and I got mad. So then I started calling. I called corporate. And corporate basically told me, there's not much we can do. And, and he said, well, that's a, probably a franchise out there, so there's not much we can do about that. And I said, well, aren't you supposed to kind of control the franchise? Like mm -hmm. that's, I mean, they can lose their franchise sure, if they're doing sure. wrong stuff. And he goes, well, I know, you know places have been having trouble with their change. I said, listen, I've had garage sales. 
You start off in the morning with, you know, maybe 20 bucks in ones, a few pieces of change. And by the end of the day, I am swamped with change. Right. There's just no way that this is happening. No way. Well, I'm going to tell you, Lori, what they're saying. I appreciate the call. I'm up on break. But I talked about this probably, I don't know, a couple months ago and uh, regarding an incident that happened to producer Nate at Walmart with the change. And uh, there's supposed to be this national change shortage. And then there was supposed to be this fear of COVID-19 on the change. Therefore, if you pay and you've got, you know, change due back to you, uh, they're not going to give it to you. So uh, that could be part of that. I don't know. I I think it's a bunch of malarkey. I'm going to use a Joe Biden term. I think it's a bunch of malarkey. Uh, That's what I think. And again, you know, how much are we going to tolerate as citizens in this country being pushed around. I mean, that's at the end of the day what it is. We're pushing you around, and this is the way it is, and if you don't like it, go to Burger King. I mean, really, that's what I'm hearing. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Quick break, and then we're going to come back and get right back to these calls. Don't go away. A truthful take on our troubled times. It's Steve Sanchez. Welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez, Wednesday edition of the show. Let's make sure we get to all these calls before we jump into the DNC stuff. We've got a lot to talk about there. So let's go to Bill. Bill, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Bill, you with me? All right. Bill has left the building. Let's jump over now to James. James, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Steve, um, you know I like to get into it, man. I like, you know, as a 50-year-old black man, let me tell you something. The audience, if you're not black, you can't fall for this black guilt, man. Let me tell you something, man. I remember my mother telling me stories about my her her great-grandfather telling her about how it was to be a slave as a little boy. Oh, wow. These these twenty year these twenty something years old these these millennials they don't know nothing about racism, Steve. Yep. And I don't know why y'all giving in to them. They they spoil breath. I got people from Stan- that went to Stanford and Ivy League schools talking mm. about racism. Are you kidding me? You don't know the first <laughs> thing about racism. You don't know anything about. It. You've been as a black person. You've been given more opportunity than any your ancestors has ever been given. If, uh, let me say let me say this once and for all, and anybody okay. have this guilt. If you black and haven't made it in this country, it's your fault. It's not the white man's fault. It's not anybody. I'm saying this as a black man. It's your fault. Nobody's discriminated against. You live in the greatest country in the world. You could be anything you want to be. And as a black person to sit up and talk about systematic racism living in this country, I'm an engineer, Steve. I went to school with people from Ethiopia, from Haiti, that grew up in dirt poverty. Yeah. You got American-born blacks complaining about, oh, it pours me. Are you kidding me? Wow. Are you kidding me? What you're saying is powerful. You know what I'm going to tell you, when James? I, when I went you, should, school, you, should, Steve, you should have a podcast, Steve, man. I mean, Steve, literally, I James, school. you should have a podcast to say these truths out there for young people to hear what you're saying. Steve, I went to school with, people, with black people from Haiti that were so poor they was eating dirt. Oh. And you got American-born blacks that have every opportunity. They have social programs. They got free education, and they're complaining about "woe is me." It, it, but 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 if you got some type of white guilt that you feel sorry, BLM, 
Come on, man. Black people have more of an opportunity than they ever had in this country. If, if you was born today. I think about my great-great-grandfather and black people born in the late 1800s, coming out of the Civil War. I mean, why, 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 my thing is, why are people even entertaining this, book, this crap? Because it's crap, man. I mean, it's absolutely crap. You cannot listen to these people. They're Marxists. They want to play on your emotions. They want to say you're racist. You're not racist. Black people have just as much opportunity than anybody else in this country. There's no racism. You could be anything that you want to be in this country if you work for it. James, so I don't even powerful. know why y'all letting yourself like fall for this crap, man. Powerful, James, and I'm gonna have to leave it right there because I'm coming up on break. But uh, I'm serious. I know you're an engineer, but you know you should consider a podcast. I think you can read a lot, uh, reach a lot of people because you know you're from the black community. You know you're successful. You've made it. You know the truth, and right now. We are in desperate need of that, especially after what we heard AOC say at the DNC, which we're going to talk about when we return from this break. But first, let me remind you about the Children's Hospital over at uh, UMC. You know, I've been working with University Medical Center and the Children's Hospital trying to get much-needed face masks and face coverings to the kids, to the families that are there. You know, a lot of these kids sitting in there with leukemia, heart disease, cancers uh, already have a tough time. And if we can provide these cool-looking face masks that are stylish, they have, you know, funny little faces on them, it just makes them happy. They're kids, for Christ's sake. We, we, we need to step up. And what I've been doing is asking this audience, and many of you have responded, and I want to thank you so much for your generosity, but we've got a little ways to go. We've got about another month in this campaign uh, for Children's Hospital. So if you could please be generous, all we're asking for is a $10 donation that buys one face mask. That's a 30-day use face mask. And Boomer Naturals, who are the sponsors of this half hour, will match a face mask to face mask. So it's like you're sending two for the price of one, and they're 30 day use. So one mask gets used for 30 days. It's like giving 30 masks for just 10 bucks. That's it. That's all we're asking for. So if you can go to the Steve Sanchez Show.com website, find the donate button. Please do that now. Donate the $10. It's real easy. You just click on it. You'll see an image of a child in a, a hospital bed. And uh, it just says donate. It's easy. Do that. And Boomer Naturals will do the rest. We'll do the rest to get those masks over to the Children's Hospital at University Medical Center. I want to thank all that have participated, and I want to thank you in advance for the ones that will participate tonight. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we've got more calls on hold. And James, again, great call. I do appreciate you making it. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Sideshow last night. I'm sure everybody's watching it. I know I am. I'm doing it for you. I'm watching the Democratic National Convention for you. I stomached through that, and I stomached through it again last night. Of course, I have it on demand because it's on during my show, and of course, you'd rather be listening to me than watching what is a ratings <laughs> crash and burn. The ratings are in. The second night of the DNC has a 48% drop 
from 2016. That's big. That's big. Well, do you, do you blame anybody? It is a crap show. I mean, come on. A bunch of freaks, a bunch of court jesters. Uh, and then how about Colin Powell? All of a sudden, Colin Powell is the voice of reason. He's Mr. Morality. Uh, isn't he the guy that lied to the United Nations and said there was weapons of mass destruction? How many lives were lost in Iraq? Uh, an endless war that we didn't need to be on. Uh, Iraq didn't even bomb. Uh, the World Trade Center weren't responsible for 9-11. But yet Colin Powell sold a bill of goods because Bubba Bush told him to. Well, really, Dick Cheney did. So all of a sudden, it's no surprise that Colin Powell is going to endorse Biden. Hell, he endorsed Hillary. He endorsed Obama both times. That's no surprise. Give me a break. What was a surprise is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who my board op, Sean, just loves. Right, Sean? You're, that's, that's your secret. You're, you're her secret admirer, right? I'm just kidding you. Actually, I'm not, but you know, I figured that I'd just throw that out there. Why not? It, it, it's, 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 it's Wednesday. It's the last segment of the show, or at least the second of the last. So I'm just kidding. But AOC had a whole 60 seconds, but yet she was like, by God, I'm going to go on one minute and 30 seconds. And she did. Did you really think AOC was going to stay 60 seconds? No, she did a, a minute and 30 and it was a very, very disturbing speech. And when I hear AOC speaking, um, well, here's the deal. It's just a lot of la 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 la. Okay. So, you know, it's just one in, in one ear and out the other. It's like when my Havanese dog is barking with that screeching bark, it's like, Oh God, here he goes again. But what I think shocked so many people is they were expecting her. You got to give this girl credit though. She's got some guts. Okay. I mean, she's just on the wrong side. You know, she, she went to the dark side. And if she would go to the right side of the force, uh, maybe it would be better. But um, they were expecting her to endorse, of course, Joe Biden. But that's not what o, uh, AOC did. <laughs> AOC went out there and formally, on national TV, second the nomination of Bernie Sanders. And I can tell you this, AOC, without a shadow of a doubt. If Joe Biden, in fact, wins the White House, you're finished. <laughs> Enjoy your time in the House of Representatives. Because what I know of Democrats, you don't cross them. But you got to give this girl credit, this young woman. She literally went against party lines, even though you know they warned her. You know they did. You know they did. And she formally endorses and seconds the nomination of Bernie Sanders. Spectacular. That's the kind of crap show that is the Democratic National Convention. And, of course, you know, you had Bill Clinton. Oh, good God. Bill Clinton lecturing us about the Oval Office. Bill Clinton stating to us that there is a sanctity of the Oval Office, that a storm center of chaos under Trump is what's happening. Bill Clinton lecturing America. The irony of Bill Clinton when he was doing a 21-year-old intern on the Oval Office desk. A cigar comes to mind, and so does a pepperoni pizza with extra mushrooms. Because he's a sick pup. And today, 
what I don't know who's putting on the Democratic National Convention, but today so many said Bill Clinton hurt Joe Biden, and I agree. Let me ask you this question, friends. Do you think Joe Biden, excuse me, Bill Clinton, helped Joe Biden, or did he hurt Joe Biden? Now, tonight, tonight is going to be a big night as well, because tonight you're going to have Hillary, two-time loser Hillary. You're going to have Kamala Harris, who will be the 47th president if Joe Biden happens to make it. And then you're going to have the leader of the Democratic Party himself, Barry Sotero, or otherwise known as Barack Obama. So here's my question to you, and I'm going to open up the phone lines again. Do you think or do you think that Bill Clinton hurt or helped Joe Biden? Will Hillary help her help him or hurt him? Kamala. In fact, the, the, the polls are saying that since Joe Biden chose Kamala, he's two percentage points down now against Trump because people just can't stand her because she's a phony. She's a fraud. She's a hypocrite. But the, I guess the bigger question is, will Barack Obama help Joe Biden? Because Barack Obama certainly didn't help Hillary Clinton, did he? Because, well, Hillary Clinton's not the president. And Donald Trump said something yesterday, and I want to again echo it today. There would be no President Trump if Barack Obama did his job and if the American people loved him as much as they pretend to think that the American people do. Because Hillary Clinton would have given a third term for Barack Obama. But that didn't happen. Because the Obama administration was the most corrupt administration in the history of this country. You know it and I know it. So 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. The phone lines are open. Do you think that the parading of Colin Powell and, and Hillary and Bill Clinton last night, who looked like death, lecturing about the sanctity and the nobility of the Oval Office, that Trump is a disgrace in the Oval Office, and yet this guy was doing a, a, a 21-year-old intern, and he has the nerve to actually lecture us? Did they make a mistake parading Bill Clinton? Are they going to make a mistake having Hillary Clinton tonight? Barack Obama. Is it going to help Biden? And did you hear Jill Biden? Jill Biden went out and just, you know, said, hey, there's, you know, my husband has no cognitive, uh, you know, uh, uh, he has a cognitive ability. There's no problem with my husband. And then, you know, he crashes her speech during that classroom setting. Did you catch that? And then he said something that was rather uh, silly. And, Sean, if you have that clip, let's play that for the audience. Hey, everyone. I'm Joe Biden's husband. <clears throat> yeah, Joe Biden has no cognitive issues, but he introduced himself as Joe Biden's husband. Not Jill Biden. He introduced himself as Joe Biden's husband. What kind of wife can you be? To have your husband parading out there, which is clear to everyone that has dementia? Are you so desperate for power? Are you so desperate to be the first lady that you're willing to allow your husband to be a punching bag? This is sad. It's disappointing. The theatrics of Hollywood didn't work on this. It is a crap show, and now you get to weigh in on the program. Let's go to Bruce 
You're next. I know you've been holding to talk about the DNC. What are your thoughts? Uh, so there's my take on the demonic national convention so far. On <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, couldn't make this stuff up. I, and I won't talk about tonight, but it's even worse. So through Tuesday, we had Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren. She's addressing the DNC Native American Caucus oh, at AOC, endorsing Bernie Sanders for president, the aptly named Colin Powell. Honesty and integrity. This from the guy who lied about Iraqi WMD. You got John Kerry who had, you know, money for mullahs. Now he's claiming Biden will make the U.S. respected around the world. Bill Clinton, like you said, critiquing Trump's law of his conduct. I'm sure Bill probably gave quite a few commands from there. You got <laughs> Fredo Cuomo. He's coming out with a new book, American Crisis. The press release touts his remarkable leadership during coronavirus. And as far as the vote, Biden's going to probably get 60-some million votes. Trump will get 60-some million votes. Unless it's mail-in, and then Biden will get about 500 million votes, and it's fund the post office and fund the police. Thanks for that is where it's going, isn't it? That's where it's going. Isn't it interesting, Bruce, that in Florida, I think it was Florida, I don't know if you heard or not, uh, the ballots are clearly marked Republican-Democrat on the mail-in. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. There's an R in them and a D in them. <laughs> yeah, that, that really is going to stop you know fraud, right? I mean, you know, just... Yeah. Oh, good God. It's a bad movie, man. It's a, and you know, Bruce, I think you'll agree with this. If for some reason Trump loses, it's not because it was the will of the people. I believe it's the cheating. Oh, I would believe that too. Cause, uh, I don't even know how anybody could vote for this guy. He's just completely empty. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's sad. Bruce, great call, man. I'm going to be looking forward to hearing about the DNC tomorrow, uh, or yeah, chat about it at least tomorrow regarding, um, the shenanigans that'll go on tonight. It's incredible. It's incredible to me. So I guess what I have to do, at least at this point, to, to kind of get my composure is drink some of this real water that is sitting on my desk who, by the way, are the sponsors of this half hour. If you haven't been drinking real water, I'm going to tell you, friends, you're missing out. It, to me, in my opinion, is the best bottled water in the country, and there's a couple reasons for it. Well, number one, it is infused with negative ions, and this is the only water bottle, or excuse me, bottled water in the country that has that. Now, it's got the alkalinity, so it's beyond alkalinity, which, let's be honest, science shows alkaline is good for the body, helps build the immune system. There's a lot of scientific research behind that. But when you take negative ions and infuse the water, it takes it to a whole other step. For me, I've had some pretty good results drinking real water. That's all I drink. I rarely drink a soda. And real water is really what's allowed me to just do some better things for my body. I used to get uh, notorious for sinus infections and head colds and, and, and ear infections. And honest to God, for about the 18 months, a little better that I'd just been drinking real water, I have not had those issues. Do I still have allergies? Of course. That's just the way it is seasonally. But I just have not had these issues. So I'm a firm believer that it's helped my immune system, and it may help yours. Pretty easy to find out if it does. Just go to drink realwater.com that's drinkrealwater.com and you can take advantage of the steve sanchez special just for this audience that's four five gallon bottles of water delivered right to your home or office for 20 bucks that's it 20 bucks you can't beat it so why not try it you can call them the number's right at the drinkrealwater.com website you can be old school and say hey i heard steve sanchez talking about real water i want that special do it i'm certain that you will not be sorry. And when you do and you have some amazing effects, I want to hear about it. Drink real water, real water, the sponsors of this half hour. Let's take a break. Come back. We've got more calls on hold. This is Steve Sanchez. Don't go away.
now I guess it's time to let you go But I don't know I don't mind at all It's getting so All right, as we were at break, I've been taking a peek here and there of the DNC, you know, night number three. And, oh, goodness, goodness. You know, I, I'm anxious to see what the Republican National uh, Convention looks like next week, but one thing Trump is, regardless if you agree, don't agree, he is a showman. And uh, I doubt that the RNC uh, convention is going to be a sleep fest like this one. I mean, all they did is bring out these old John Kerry and they had the ghost of John McCain there and just all these rhinos, these globalists that have screwed America over for 50 years. That's the best the Democratic Party can offer. That's the best. And to have AOC, again, brilliant. And I can't stand her to tell you the truth, but I got to give this kid credit. To have the guts to go up and say, I second the nomination for Bernie Sanders. Well done, AOC. I still think you're a lunatic, but well done to basically say, hey, you're not going to push me around. Now, you may not get reelected down the road if Biden does win uh, and, and, and the Dems take over both chambers. Hope to God that doesn't happen. Your political career is over uh, if you, unless you get in line. But uh, I got to give her credit for doing what she did. So... Uh, let's go ahead and get to a few of these calls before we have to bounce out of here. BC, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, I just think AOC with uh, Bernie, they might be just setting the stage for the next four years. You know, if they get away with the cheating, because they're already teaming up, you know, because Biden yeah, be if, if Bernie can actually uh, walk on the stage at that point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I was, I wanted to call about the shortages, like the week of the, 23rd or 20th of July is when yeah. the coin shortage, the lumber shortage, the aluminum can shortage all mm-hmm. happened, right? At the same yeah. time, which is kind of odd. And uh, would we have toilet paper, meat, paper, towels, sanitizer, and uh, nutritious foods was before that, right? Yep, yep. And then uh, this month, we got prescription drugs are next. I mean, this is insane. How can all these things be short, especially like lumber cans and coins? Yeah, it makes when, no sense. Uh, they're saying everybody's using more at home, but that's insane because, like, in this city, the casinos haven't been open, and they use more than anything. So none of yeah. this makes sense. They're doing. I think they're getting ready for their depopulation agenda twenty one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I'm, you know, there is something sinister behind it, BC, and I appreciate the call. Uh, there, there's there's no doubt there's something sinister behind it. You know, people say ah, that's conspiratorial. Ah, no, uh, there's something sinister behind it. And by the way, why can't we get Lysol? I mean, think about this. Oh, you can get generic stuff. I mean, there's some places out there uh, where you'll spend $30 a can uh, where you can get some generic disinfectant spray. But what's the deal with Lysol? You're going to tell me Lysol can't be manufactured in all these months or Clorox wipes? Oh, my goodness. What is this? Oh, my gosh. I would hate to be a fly on the wall. Really, I would. I'd hate to be a fly on the wall. Not I'd love. I'd hate to be a fly on the wall. Uh, on what goes on uh, behind closed doors because it would be enough to make you puke, to tell you the truth. Uh, we'll just leave it right there, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, I think they're more against us than they're for us. This Friday is going to be a good one because my friend Rick Geiler, the Geiler Financial Group, who's the sponsor of this half hour, is going to have his Financial Friday boot camp. He does it once a month. And he's going to be specifically talking about gold and silver and how you can utilize or how your IRA 
can actually own gold and silver physically in your IRA. It's going to be a great half an hour session. It's for free. It's a webinar. And look, gold is at a couple thousand an ounce. You know, silver hit about 30 an ounce. And uh, there's no end in sight. We're in some unprecedented times, geopolitical unrest and a lot of stuff going on. You know, inflation trending uh, is moving gold and silver to a new realm. And we want you to be on this webinar to find out exactly what you need to do to make sure you could put a hedge on your retirement plan and portfolio. So if you'd like to be part of that free webcast this Friday, I'll be a guest on there. All you need to do is call 888-545-7182 or go to Financial Friday Bootcamp. Dot com and register for free. That's financialfridaybootcamp.com or again, 888-545-7182. When you register, you're going to get a free investor's kit regarding gold and silver, and that's a value in itself. It's exclusively for this audience, so I hope to see you on Friday on that webcast. All right, it's time for me to bounce out of here. My good friend Ken Thompson, SportsX Radio is up next. We'll be back tomorrow night. Until that time, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. And listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the Steve Sanchez Show.com.